It's been a quiet week leading up to the Packers' return to Lambeau on Sunday for a noon matchup against the New York Jets. Yeah, right. I wish. It's been a little crazy this week, with a lot of Packer fans upset about what happened on the field in London. So let's talk about that and look forward to the Jets. Welcome to the Packer Mentality Podcast. My name is Patrick Corrigan and I am your host. You can find and follow me on Twitter at Packer Mentality. My podcasts are available on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. If you are watching me on YouTube, please help me out and hit the subscribe button below. It is absolutely free, costs you nothing. So if you don't have time to keep up with all the Packer news, reports, or social media, or you just can't make any sense of what people are saying, let me help you make sense of the nonsense. And thank you for joining me. This week, the Packers defense has taken a lot of grief on social media and elsewhere for their performance against the Giants last Sunday. While I personally tried not to pile on to the barrage of criticism, I definitely was not happy. Uh, the defense came into the season with high expectations that they continue to fall short of uh, with yet another poor performance. And questions have rightfully been raised on whether the issue is talent, coaching, or scheme. And the correct answer is all three. Uh, they are either playing the wrong scheme for this talent or they don't have the correct talent or are poorly coached for this scheme. I mentioned in my recap of the Giants game that the Packers have plenty of talent, but it doesn't seem to show up during the game. And let me elaborate and explain that in a little bit more detail. And I'll keep it as short as I can. Uh, the Packers play a 3-4 scheme, but both outside linebackers, Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith, are rushing the passer the most are rushing the passer most of the time. They have the three defensive linemen and then Rashawn and Preston uh, rushing. Uh, those two guys, they're not really built to play coverage, so Joe Barry rushes them. Uh, it's not their fault. Joe Barry also wants to play zone. But this puts a lot of pressure on the inside linebackers to cover since you are rushing five guys, which, uh, you know, obviously your outside linebackers are rushing. They are not dropping into coverage. Inside linebackers have a, a lot more responsibility. They have to make the right reads. They have to communicate. And with the corners playing off coverage, that leaves holes to throw into. Uh, the Packers have a tendency to drop into this passive defense with the corners playing off when they get a lead. And opposing coaches, they know this. They're smart guys. They are in the NFL for a reason. And they, you know, call their offense and adjust accordingly. And they just eat this Packers defense up. Uh, if you're interested in a more detailed explanation of this, uh, I went out and I got a little, honestly, I got a little help. I will admit it. Uh, wasn't quite sure how to explain it. Found an article by a gentleman by the name of Ben Solak. I want to give him credit. Uh, his article is on the website, theRing.com. Uh, it's great in explaining it. Uh, 
In his press conference this week, Joe Barry hinted that he may make changes to correct the problems on the defense, uh, including some things uh, that I've mentioned in some of my other uh, episodes, moving Rasul Douglas to the outside and moving Jair Alexander into the slot. Jair, a uh, little bit more agile, a little bit more uh, loose in the hips, better with those quick receivers playing more press coverage and being uh, having a more aggressive mentality on defense. We can only hope that they do this. Now, I'll talk about the offense in this week's Keys to Victory over the Jets, and let's get to that. Uh, the Jets and the Packers, they're both 3-2. and two. The Jets have beaten Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland did have a backup QB because their quarterback is... Uh, suspended for all the right reasons, probably not long enough, but that's just my opinion. Uh, Pittsburgh benched their starting quarterback and brought in their rookie first-rounder, Kenny Pickett, uh, who had a little bit of a rough time. He got picked off three times. And then last week, the Jets beat Miami, who was starting a backup quarterback who got hurt on the very first play, and they had to bring in their third-string quarterback to play the rest of the game. Uh, the Jets did lose to two pretty good teams in Baltimore and Cincinnati. I'm not going to knock them for beating backup QBs like they should have because, honestly, the Packers haven't done a very good job of taking care of backup QBs so far. First, a few important ties between the coaching staff that is yeah, maybe of interest to some people. Uh, Mike LaFleur is the offensive coordinator for the Jets. He is Matt LaFleur's brother. Uh, Matt LaFleur and Robert Sala are best friends, uh, so much so that Matt was the best man in Robert's wedding. Uh, on to injury news. Uh, big news this week as Aaron Rodgers banged up his thumb on Sunday. We just sort of found out... Uh, in the middle of this week, he missed practice on Wednesday, but was back on Thursday. He did say in uh, an interview that the thumb feels better every day and he doesn't think it'll be any problem. Rashawn Gary appeared to suffer a toe injury during the week. He is on the injury list. Uh, Tipa Galei, uh linebacker, he has not practiced with a hamstring injury. Christian Watson, who missed Sunday's game, he has not practiced this week so far with his hamstring injury. Devontae Wyatt has been limited in practice with his quad injury. Listed on the injury list uh, were Bak David Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins. They were limited. This has been pretty much uh, the plan since uh, they came back. They're on their injury report. They're limited during the week, but they do play on Sunday. Uh, Mercedes Lewis getting veterans rest. Uh, I'm fairly confident that Rodgers will play, Rashawn Gary will play, obviously Bakhtiari and Jenkins will play, and Mercedes Lewis all will be good for Sunday. Devontae Wyatt has only been getting you know, 10 reps or less per game. He might be able to go on that snap count if they need him. I highly doubt Christian Watson plays since he isn't practicing and he is playing a wide he is a wide receiver and he is a rookie. He needs reps with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it's disappointing that he's miss missing so much time during his rookie season, uh, but can't be helped. 
For the Jets, their injury report, uh, fairly short. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, who was one of their first-round picks this year, he hasn't practiced this week with an ankle injury. The rest of the Jets' injury report includes Carl Lawson and C.J. Mosley. They were both limited on Wednesday, but they have full participation on Thursday. Quincy William, Williams, linebacker, ankle injury. He's been limited the last couple days in practice. They do have the two tackles, Noah Fant and Mackay Becton, on injured reserve. We won't see them guaranteed, but the Jets did get Dwayne Brown back, uh, one of their tackles from injured reserve last week. He's been limited in practice and is listed as questionable on this week's injury report, but he did play last week, so I do expect him to play. Uh, a couple other notes about the Jets. I really like their draft this year. They, I thought they did a really nice job. They had three first-round picks, uh, but check out their first four picks. Uh, Sauce Gardner, starting cornerback. Garrett Wilson, starting wide receiver. Jermaine Johnson uh, is getting a lot of snaps on defense. He's playing. Uh, those were those guys all drafted in the first round, and all and they're all playing a big part. Uh, in the second round, they drafted Brees Hall. Starting running back. So, uh, fantastic job drafting this year. And despite the Jets' rash of injuries at tackle, their offensive line has played pretty well, and getting Dwayne Brown back has made them only better. But keeping that in mind, the first key for the Packers will be to put a lot of pressure on Jets quarterback Zach Wilson and force him to make mistakes. He's only in his second season. He's shown improvement this season uh, in his two games. He was, was injured to start the season, but keep in mind, this is only his second year. He's still learning. He's, he will make mistakes, put him under pressure, uh, and force them. The Jets' skill players uh, next to Wilson are all pretty much all high draft picks and very young. And... Speaking of which, Brees Hall, who I mentioned earlier, so far this season he's shown that he's a good runner and a good wide receiver. He's coming off a big game against Miami. He had a or a hundred yards receiving against Miami. They have good speed at wide receiver with Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, and Elijah Moore. But our cornerback should be able to match up with them if Joe Barry makes those changes. On the other side of the ball, when the Packers are on offense, they will face a Robert Sala defense, which has been a problem for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers when he was with the 49ers. And let's be honest, he's gotten the better of Aaron. Which leads us to the keys for the Packers offense, uh, which is correcting the mistakes that they've had so far this season, starting on the offensive line. They need to make the change on the offensive line. Royce Newman has allowed way too many pressures. Uh, he's easily the weak link on this offensive line. We need to either move Yash Neisman over to the right side at tackle if David Bakhtiari is good to play the entire game at left tackle, or bring in Zach Tom at right guard and leave Elton at right tackle, one or the other. Uh, need to get back to consistently feeding Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. 
They didn't get their 25 touches last week. As I've mentioned in previous uh, episodes, uh, so far Packers are undefeated when those two get at least 25 touches. Doesn't matter. I, I do expect Aaron Jones uh, to get more rushing attempts. I expect A.J. Dillon to get more rushing attempts. Uh, also, find a way to get Aaron Jones the ball. Uh, spread him out. Get him out. Uh, send him down the field. He's a good. He catches the ball really well. Uh, it'll help Aaron. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he needs to get closer to being the Aaron Rodgers of last year. He just hasn't looked right. Uh, he's missing reads. He's missing throws, which is really under, uncharacteristic of him. Uh, just uh, feels like he's really out of. He's been out of sync with the with the offense uh, and the wide receivers. I hope Matt Lafleur gets a little creative. Uh, the offense has felt a little stale, like I mentioned. Uh, do something different with Aaron Jones. You know, find a way to get him the ball in the passing game down the field. Uh, get in rhythm with these wide receivers. He's been really good with Randall Cobb, unsurprisingly. Uh, Alan Lazard, he's been okay. Uh, but Romeo Dobbs, he needs to get the ball more. He's been getting open. And just things have been happening that have prevented Rodgers from getting him the ball. Uh, whether it's, uh, mostly it's been protection breakdowns that have pre prevented it. And this could also be a good week for Robert Tunyon. He's been getting better every week, uh, making some big catches, getting available on third down. I expect this week to be another step forward for him to get back to 100%. I'd like to say this should be a solid win for the Packers, but they will need to make some changes and play up to their potential for that to happen. And it should happen. In the meantime, the good news is that we don't have to get up early on Sunday. Yay. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about what changes were made and how they turned out early next week. Keep an eye out for that episode on Tuesday. And thank you again for watching and listening. Have a great weekend, and go Pack Go!